Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And her uncleanliness was in her skirt. She took no thought of her doom. Therefore, her fall is terrible. She has no comforter. Oh, Lord, behold my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. So, let's, should we take that apart? If you want to. That okay, so she's going to be cold when she goes to sleep. Let's, let's she has up. no comforter. Let's... <laughs> She, she oh, definitely I'm... could use some down or something because, man... Because she's got that dirty business under her skirt, too. That was Lamentations of Jeremiah, paragraph 9. Is that what... How do you say that? At, uh, paragraph 9? Uh, it's not paragraph 9. It's it's ninth verse. Ninth nine, verse. 9 through 11. 9 through 11. Nice. That was the ninth verse of uh, Lamentations of the Women. All right. Anyways, uh, who yeah, was it? I'm Jeremy. You're Jeremiah. I'm Jer- I'm the lamentation. I'm Belzebub. I'm the Beelzebub. You get to be um, King Sodom. <laughs> you Come be, here. You I got something for guy. you. Come here. I got something good for you. I got a zagnut. Come here. You hey. Get, you get to be the crossing of the red. No, nah, I don't know. Exodus. Uh, anyways, I got a zagnut. We uh, we've been talking, Eric and I, for the last. 45 minutes of material that we probably should have been laying down on the podcast because now we're now we're spent and tapped and history detectives and, we're gonna change history we're gonna change old inventions oh we're gonna invent a new wheel we're put gonna, rubber around we're it. going to invent a new hammer a new deck of cards a, a new, new game oh a new deck of well actually cards are interesting magic the gathering <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah those are definitely card games i was watching um how it's made on Discovery. Howitzers. Howitzers made. It's a, it's a show. Up. Nothing about howitzers and how they're made. <laughs> it's not, every week. Oh no! This was no, uh, this, this is this a 1942 howitzer. Next week we'll be studying the 1947 howitzer. <laughs> exactly. And the week after that, the 1950 howitzer. They come up. They they had flares on the uh, the, the they had blinkers. On they, the they put some fins sidewalls. The uh, <laughs> yeah. They put some white walls on the howitzer. Fantastic stuff and a spoiler. Don't fire until you see the whites of their wheels. <laughs> the uh, the spoiler on the howitzer really keeps the back end down when it's going fast. When they can they can hook up forty guys to the front of it to pull it around to the cards faster faster. I was watching how it's made and I was watching it was all about how they make uh, cards, which was pretty fascinating in and of itself. Yeah. But they started talking about uh, cards from different countries and all these. I mean, we think of a deck of cards as one through nine, and or actually two through nine, aces, jacks, kings, and queens. But if you look yeah. at other countries, you've got other nobility, jublas, and jublas, necklims, rupees, and oh, that's between a six <laughs> and a seven, a nubla. I guess my point is, you said like we should invent a new deck of cards. Well, I want to play crazy you, nublas. If you go across the sea. To a foreign country, you could grab four cards from their deck and just add it to our deck and make it a 56-card deck with some uh, crazy-ass cards. I don't, I a nubla. A nubla. Yeah. Oh, do you have any nublas? Go fishing. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to work in a euchre uh, joke there with the... With the Bowers? Eye, oh, there's the two Bowers. diamonds. Oh, the, the... Well, what else? There's a prince. There's no prince in the deck. Is that a jack? There's a king and a queen and a jack. So, is Jack the prince? I don't know what the jack is. What is a prince? Anyways, what is the first the firstborn son of the king? Well, a jack is a bower, 
And Jack Power is on 24. Well, and a, he a, saves the world. A, so really, I mean, a Euchre, farmer. But he's a farmer. I mean, if you if you translate it from German, a, a Bauer is a, a farmer. Bauer is a farmer. Right. Absolutely. So it's not a prince. So there's no prince in the deck. And that's why in Euchre. What about a princess? There should be a prince. Oh. point away from winning, you are in the Ooh. in the barn. You want you want to sell a deck of cards? The princess to the kid. Oh. The princess of diamonds. Do you know any little girls? Do you know any little girls? No, none. None? Zero. Well, Lots. what about yours? What about, don't you have one? That would be pretty fantastic, right? Add a princess Do you to take, the deck. Well, so like, take the jack out take and the, put a princess in there. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You would, like, sell and make it, like, Disney princesses. Barbie. Yeah. Like, put, uh, the, what's, what's this new, there's a black princess out now with the frog. Kiss the frog. Oh, yeah, the frog put, Make a whole new deck of cards. With the, with, with, with the princess instead of a jack. Wow. Get kids interested in, and then and then like put out uh, a little book of uh, you know fun little card eight crazy eights and old mango fish war well you know for, for with with a regular deck you basically you know. are just repackaging existing sure. games but you're just throwing a princess on top well it's just of a like deck. it's just like no you're right you're it's absolutely like upgrading right. the hammer like making an electric hammer with a with a hinge it's it's more like hammer with a hinge hammer with a hinge adding a clock to an already existing sure. invention. And like a, a dragon sculpture. There's a term for that, and I can't Adding remember what that term is. Like, you can invent or you can... Improve. Yeah, upgrade. but that, there's a word for it, and I can't remember what it is. Market? I, when I was in... A, actually, this is I was in a marketing class in high school, and she's like, well, you could come up with your own product, or you could just add a clock to an existing product. And she was making a joke, like a... like a. But it's true. It's totally true. And a digital watch. A digital clock. The... Yeah. So yeah, if you if you take a toaster and you just put a digital clock in there, bam, you got yourself Whoops. a product. Yep. And then an MP3 player <clears throat> with a clock on it. A toaster with an MP3 player would be holy would be crap, man. We're, we're, we, and it would like play little music. Your toast is ready. Hi, I'm Talky. <laughs> Anybody want any toast? Your toast is about 35 seconds from popping up. In the meantime, here's some fun facts. Did you know that the Princess of Diamonds was originally created in the basement of <laughs> a couple of podcasters' uh, house in the somewhere in, in the Midwest, somewhere in the early 21st century? <laughs> so, some facts for you. Fun facts by Toasty the Toaster. Oh, toast, toast is, done. is ready. Do you want any more? That's my raison d'etre. I suggest raisin toast. I suggest some uh, jelly and some butter with this particular toast that you put in there. I was trying to think of marmalade, but I couldn't come out with it quick enough. Marmalade. So I guess we can't release this podcast because it has like invention ideas on it, and we haven't trained hey, it yet. Folks, you know what? If if you want to take them and run with them, just send us an email. We'll be happy. <laughs> that's that's all we ask. We don't want any royalties. We just want an email. I want a picture of the product Seriously? too. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And a dedication. Ooh. No money. Just a dedication. Ooh. Dedicated to Jeremy and Eric. Toaster with a clock with fun facts. No, an MP3 player. A talking an, toaster. An MP3 player. And a, to- and, a, and a clock. Imagine this, kids. Bono can toast your toast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. If you, You'd have to sing Do something. any of us have a Bono It's impression? a brand new toast. Uh, Is that one of his songs? People like? are starving in Africa, so enjoy this toast. Well, what's a song that would that would go along with toasting toast? Well, with eating. What, do they have any eating songs? One toast to go with one, one piece of bread. bread. It makes you not hungry in the morning. Uh, yeah. One butter. Okay, anyway. So we're going to improve some other ones. What else are we going to improve? The guitar? You can't improve musical instruments? Well, Food. That's, I mean, that's actually what we were talking about is... Uh, 
musical instruments? Well, past improvements and kind on of the, old the, the negative effects of improvements on already existing inventions. So we already, there, ta- we already talked about the hammer. Is it necessarily a negative a negative uh, a spin though? Is it negative when you when you put a clock on a on a guitar? No, no. Or a toaster? <laughs> You've yes. been playing for twenty five minutes. I would love to see the Isn't demographic. It about time to do the dishes. <laughs> I would love to see the demographic that uh, <laughs> gave way to the guitar with a clock on it. But I mean, yeah, no. We were a talking about graphic clock. We we're talking about we were talking about homogenized milk and blah blah blah. It's kind of boring uh, of a topic, but if you look it up, you can find some negative. No, actually, it's very interesting because uh, probably ninety. Well, I don't know what kind of numbers I make. I pull numbers out of my ass, folks. Before I, tonight, I had no idea. I don't I don't poop. I just, I have numbers that come out of my ass, and I use them. Oh, this is a 37% of people 30. don't understand what homogenized milk means. Yeah, but 90% of the people drink milk, so they should know a little bit more about it, right? I guess so, In fact, sure. 100% of people drink milk. Every single baby drinks an analogous, at least, right, which is formula, which is an analogous of milk. I think that we can so every hundred percent of people drink milk. I'm not going right? to go that far. I'm not going to go that far. Hundred percent of people have drank milk I'm at gonna, some point. I'm going to say that there's a margin of error, and I'm going to say that ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people have drank milk somewhere, somehow. There's a person stuck in a box that they're raising nope. for genetic engineering that has oh, never had a drop uh, of milk, <laughs> and we haven't heard about it because the government isn't releasing information you know, about that. that it's person. a mad scientist, right? <laughs> but that person has not had milk. But I'm everybody else. The Perfect man. <laughs> he will not be dependent <laughs> upon milk. <laughs> he won't have the tainting of the woman's feelings because the emotional <laughs> will come through in the milk. So he goes to the, the government. Hormones. He goes to the government grant board. And he's like, okay, here's my idea. I want to raise a man in a box and I want to give him all Soda. the feature comforts of Pepsi. Probably has a, you have. has a has a laboratory deep down thirty levels below the. Except sea. we're not ever going to give this person milk. Just Pepsi. All I need is $20 million to make this thing happen and an embryo. Yep. Approved. <laughs> Probably. There's a guy. Well, back in the day when, the when money was wild, you know, back in the dot-com era, sure. they came up with something, you know. There was no milk for you.com. Yeah, that or some crazy guy made, you know, $50 million on, on some stupid stock that or some little company that he created, and he's like, oh, well, I got all this money. What am I going to... You know, if I always had this dream to make a man with the, <laughs> didn't ever drink milk, and I'm going to do it with my own kids. What the heck? I'll socialize them. They'll be able to play video games. They'll have all the creature comforts of anybody else. But they'll never have a drop of milk in their life. Boy, that would be really tough. I mean, think about all the food products that are made with milk, or whey, or cheese, whey. or yeah, I mean, that'd be a, a, a miserable existence. Okay, well, the point is, well, there's a lot of people that are lactose intolerant. Well, absolutely, but I bet you. I mean, you have to discover that you're lactose intolerant, and the only way to discover that you're lactose intolerant is to have a glass of milk and be like, "Oh my god, I'm well, swelling up to the size of a basketball here." Okay, I, but now think I about. I think I'm lactose intolerant. Okay, no more milk for you. But he had milk. Yes, he did. Anyways, so it's impossible almost. I mean, you, you can't do it. It, it is okay because not, I mean we're 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 designed. I mean, whether you believe in the, we, in the God thing or you believe in the engineer in the in the, ev- in the engineering thing in the evolution, evolution and engineering they go hand in hand. Engineered the hand. engineering of evolution. Yes, the evolution. genetic genetic engineering is basically evolution on a faster, speedier scale. Um, either you believe in you know the creation. Well, women are born with breasts, and the breasts are designed to feed the babies, so babies are drinking milk. If you believe in evolution, well, 
What about mammals? Look at mammals. Is formula a form of milk? God created, and on the ninth day, God decided that uh, formula should take the place of milk in some cases. And then he woke up and created formula and then went back to sleep. (laughs) He rested some more. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Have some formula. Uh, Yes, but I mean, we were talking about... Milk and homogenization, right? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a... And look, it sounds boring, right? But I mean, we were... Okay, so my wife was... Ma- well, all right, all right. Let's talk about homogenization. People know what homogenization means, I don't right? think they do, because I didn't. I didn't know what it was. Well, that doesn't point. mean that most people... All right, well, let's lay well, it out there. Let me so, lay this out. Well, homogenization let me- means you, it's like paint. You buy paint, and wait, it wait, separates wait. pigments on the top, and the, and the main primer color, you know, the, the base coat... Is, is on the bottom, and you, that's the you have to stick it in that machine. You know, and then the thing busts open. Or, or, or let, let's, let's take it down one more step, because I don't think everybody has painted. There are some people, apartment <laughs> dwellers, that have never painted. Orange juice, right? Orange juice settles, all that crap goes to the bottom, and if you don't shake it up or stir it up, you don't get a homogenized consistency of milk. Uh, milk. Of orange juice, you get, like... The watery bits. The chalk. The chalk. Right? Okay. Orange chalk. So homogenization is That's the process of making sure that the, the fluid, I guess the fluid or any product really, has the same consistency all the way throughout. Yes. Uh, and like, like our culture. A homogenized culture. That's pretty much what America is because you have all these immigrants that have their very, very steeped in traditions and their cultural norms and their... their, their um, well, traditions, I already used the word. That's what I was looking for. They have their traditions, and they bring them over here to this country, whether it was 300 years ago or, or 100 years ago or 50 years ago or today. They come over here, you know, immigrants, right. and, and they still have their traditions, and they're, they want to carry them on. But the American culture has, has kind of grown from those in the last 300 years. A lot of them are still very, very European, very English, as a matter of fact. A lot of, a lot of the traditions that we have are, are English because the first, what, what do they say? The first three presidents were English uh, citizens. In sure. English, uh, well, they would have to be. They all came from England. Right. So uh, this American culture is, is becoming, it's the melting pot. A melting pot is another word for homogenization. It's like making everything level, a level playing field. Everybody's the same. Everybody yeah, has. Sure. But then again, within a, within a country as big as America, you have, you have, you have, um, uh, differences, spatial differences. Uh, there's a better word for that. But you can go down south, and they, they cultural eat. differences. Cultural. Di- well, no, it's spatial. Is, Traditional is, differences. Uh, there's differences. Regional. Regional. Regional differences. Okay. Sure. Right. So, okay. Well, uh, like a vernacular. If you if you the yes, way you talk. Yes. Yes. yes what's yes. that? That's like a, a you uh, have a particular dialect accent. Right, and it's the same with food. It's the same with your your traditions for 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 uh, holidays. It's religious. I mean, look at religious homogenization. Right. I mean, there there was the Catholic Church. Well, there was before. Okay, in oh, in, in the classic world, back. yeah. Right now, we're going to go into history. If you talk about the Greeks, okay, that was. But then again, that's the history that we went to school and learned. Now, during the time of the Greeks, the Chinese were already a very advanced society as, as well, if not more advanced than the Romans themselves. They had math. They had engineering. They were building bridges. They were. They had swords. They were metallurgists. I mean. 
And even way before that, look at the Egyptians. They had all, all that kind of stuff. They had uh, they, they knew how to um, uh, navigate. They they could look at the look at the pyramids that they built, right? They had the hammer. They built a hammer. <laughs> right, 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 right. So and, 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 and the precision that they put those pyramids together with and they're still standing, you know. Wow, the, and now some... nowadays we build a we build a, a brewer stadium and twenty years later we have to tear it down because it's not good enough, you know, every well, twenty years. But there's slave but, okay, labor so to take into account for all we're talking well, uh, I have something to talk about that too but i'm not going to talk about it because we're talking about homogenization homogenization of slaves so you're talking about uh the greeks and the romans and and so the the history that we studied everybody believed that you know um zeus in greek mythology was was the one god and he was the father of all gods and he and then athena was his wife or whatever hera was his wife and they had 45 kids and they were all gods and there was all these other gods perses and hercules and whoever the heck and he's and (laughs) whoever the heck and he's nice and then then the romans came in and they were like oh well we don't really like this and then and then the whole jesus thing came into play and it was like oh now all of a sudden monotheism is the is the is the way to believe that's 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 the way God should be. That's the way God should be considered. But then, like, like, uh, what was it? Persia comes in with 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 their with their Muhammad thing, and they were like, "Well, yeah, we believe in that God too." But now we have a little different take on it. So, religious homogenization is is a, is a is a really interesting thing to bring into this homogenization conversation because. Uh, religion people now because now it started to, to break apart too because even within the the christian religion there's there's what is there there's presbyterianism there's methodist there's you know and they all have a little bit different take on it but yet they all kind of believe in the same thing so and if you kind of bring that back to the food and the milk uh, how do you bring it back to the food? I don't milk? see you're on a roll, and I I didn't really want to interrupt you. Yeah, I didn't know. I really didn't know where I was going. I'm just kind of like brainstorming ideas about homogenization. Yeah, but so, and I'm and I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, like make metaphors for a bunch of different. You are trying to make ideas in our in our culture. That, a lot that, of metaphors. And what I think you should do is you should hold on to every one of those grains of knowledge that you've just laid oh, out. Knowledge, yes, I have. And. <clears throat> And uh, let me lay this scenario out. Lay it it's, down. It's kind of something that I've been thinking about. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of something that defines me. Ooh. Defines me. All right, whip it out, man. Lay it out. Lay it down. I'm, I got all these nuggets of knowledge that I want to. <laughs> I want to run them like through the filter forth. of your of your uh, def- definition of yourself, there, Jeremiah. It's not a definition. Yes. And you should lay down with the quilt and the dirty woman with her skirt. And now it's time for. Okay, no, seriously though. Um, uh, homogenization. So I never really thought about what this is, but you always see homo milk or homogenized milk, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, eh, huh, homo milk. That's, that's funny. Gay milk. <laughs> <laughs> if you drink that, you might get gay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm going to drink a milk. I'm going to drink some throttle. I ain't drinking that homo milk. I'm going to drink me some straight milk. <laughs> I'm going to drink me some booby milk. Straight up with uh, no chaser, no cream. So my wife bought non-homogenized milk and she poured a glass of it and it was all curdly and clumpy and she's just like ah what this milk i just bought it it's it's bad and she sniffed it and she's like it doesn't smell bad and she looked at the package the back says non-homogenized shake well before serving and she told me about this and i was like 
oh, I never even thought about what the hell does homogenization mean? So we looked it up, and homogenization means to make everything basically uniform, right? And so then we started looking into it a little bit further, and it says basically uh, when you homogenize milk in particular, uh, you're making like the fat cells in there a lot smaller, which is making it more soluble in your body, which increases the potential for uh, high cholesterol, whereas non-homogenized milk has larger fat cells, which kind of passes through your system it absorbs what it needs and everything else just goes out and so then that kind of got me to thinking like a lot of these things that we infuse science into i ask you to name something that science has infused into an already existing i don't want to say technology because milk isn't necessarily a technology but into our into our system society culture whatever you want to call it that doesn't have a negative side effect you know what yeah, no, I don't. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's hear it. This science that infuses improvements on existing elements of our society. Ooh, that's better. That you think have negative effects. Actually, what it's doing is it's creating jobs and it's keeping the economy going because now this homogenized milk that they said, oh, it's going to be easier and it's going to be easier for the masses and it's going to be wonderful. But it's less clumpy, so it's okay. more palatable. Right, okay, for, for okay. The, for this. I mean, it's like you're not, you're not pouring out clumpy milk every day. Okay, and, and 25, 30, 40 years down the road, they found out that, oh, there's higher cholesterol. What happens? We now the pharmaceutical companies come in and say, oh, we have these cholest- high cholesterol drugs. So now they have to hire 50,000 people to create these high cholesterol drugs, and then they can sell them. All right. And so now these pharmaceutical companies are making a lot of money. So instead of the economic engine behind America being automobiles, because, because originally probably the automobiles, and still to this day, now it's really starting to come to a head, but it was known for a long time that automobiles create this, this noxious fume and the smog problems, all right, all over the place, and it's because it's an internal combustion engine and it blows up. And when, when they first came out, people probably realized that right away in the 1900s. They were like, you know what? I have a horse. I feed it some grain, and it poops, and I take that poop, and I put it on the garden, and I grow tomatoes. Now you come in with this infernal contraption, this internal combustion infernal contraption, and it puffs out this smoke and this gas that you have to go over to Arabia and 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 fight the natives and then build these big oil rigs and then drive it over here and then process it and it's it stinks and it stinks up the well. That was a negative effect of the car that it did. Yeah, all this, but a but horse and buggy doesn't go sixty-five the, miles an hour. It drove the economy. That's what it's all about, is making the economy bigger and stronger, and you can't slow that down. Well, let me ask Once you that train of the economy got going and it started pumping, you don't start you don't slow that thing down. Either it's gonna crash or it's gonna or they're gonna create new ways to keep it going. Yes, and yes. To create and, new well, ways to keep it going, they keep they improve old inventions with science, and then twenty years down the road they find out Oh, there's negative side effects to the science oh, okay, that we've okay. improved the, the, these historical uh, inventions with. Oh, so we'll have to invent something else to counteract that negative side effect. So That's me... what creates uh, jobs and keeps the economy going. There, I just wrapped it all up. So let me Good ask... night. Thanks, folks. <laughs> don't uh, don't piss on your, don't piss in your don't milk. Don't piss in your hand. Don't, don't piss in your milk. <laughs> Join us next week when we talk about pissing in your milk. <laughs> um, so... 
I guess what my takeaway from that is, uh, initially when you went down that road, I, I thought you were going to try to say that this was a big conspiracy come up with the corporate. Because <laughs> so that's gonna, my typical take on We're going to create 20 years worth of uh, dependency upon homogenized milk, and then we're going to come up with a <laughs> cholesterol pill to take care of all those woes. But that's not what you're saying. You're saying that enough R&D wasn't done at the time that this was done, and everybody looked at it and was like, oh, you got consistent milk. It's all the way, it's, it's smooth all the way through. This is fantastic. I can pour a glass. I don't have to shake it. I don't have to worry, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, this Let's is sell fantastic. It. Let's sell it. Put it out there. 20 years later, like, oh, my gosh, it causes high cholesterol. Because it, Let's well, make a they pill. might not even have had the testing. They didn't even, they right. weren't even thinking right. about cholesterol back right. then. Okay. You know? Well, no, that's fair. That's all fair. I, I, I'm, I'm with that. I'm fair with uh, I'm fair with that. I'm down with that. Um, but the problem with that is the high cholesterol medicine that they create. Right. Has a side effect. other side effects. So right. then you have to take other pills. That's why pharmaceutical companies are becoming the economic engine of this country. And you look at you look at MATC and it's like, oh, go, go study biotechnology so you can get a job at a pharmaceutical company because that's where the money is. Well, that's, that is. And look at the healthcare system. The healthcare sector has taken over every other sector. There's no more manufacturing in this country. There's no more. There's nothing except for if you work at a fast food restaurant or you are a doctor or an IT guy or you work somehow affiliated with the pharmaceutical industry because that we're all service or, or not not pharmaceutical service uh, some sort of healthcare provider because there's so many people and there's so many people getting sick from all these side effects that we have to we have to they're it, it, they're becoming a drag they're becoming we're like, a service based economy and we're servicing people that are sick from all these negative side effects that we that, that are just they're heaping upon on top of themselves on top of themselves on top of themselves because the the the, the scientific improvements have become fast and furious for so many years and we don't even realize and the unfortunate thing is now to kind of tie it back to the whole milk thing is if a company say Kemp or I don't know name Dean your, Dean you name your favorite milk company I, I don't even know what they have in other states Valley, organic valley, whatever they have, and your favorite milk company, right? They say, you know what, goat this, milk. This homogenization stuff, this is crap. We're Mother's not going to do it milk. anymore because it's not good for you. High cholesterol. We want to come up with a product that's good for you, uh, and we want to come up with fresh milk. And we're going to do everything that we can do it. So here's this non-homogenized milk. We're going to sell it to you at the same price as this homogenized milk, and it's better for you. And the person's going to buy it and be like, oh, this is a great idea. They're going to get it and they're going to pour a clumpy glass of milk and they'll be like, this is a bunch of crap. I'm not going to buy this. I'm going to go buy the other milk that's mm-hmm. all smooth, right? So even if you want to do the right thing in order to maintain your business, you can't because we've already, we've got, you know what, we've got 40, 50 years you know of what? history behind us that's saying we're going to have smooth milk. I got more to say. And, uh, and, it, and it deals with what you just said. Look, if you didn't have more to say, I would think that you were sick. I uh, I really, really want to put a clock in a guitar. <laughs> I think well, that would be a great thing, man. I really, I want to work on that, man. That, would that be gets back to cool. that gets that gets back to the hammer. I mean, there are certain inventions out there like the hammer, and they try. I mean, they come up with electronic hammers and impact hammers, and they're not as precise. That's not what I wanted to say. Well, All right, but they don't have as much impact. But, blah 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 blah. All right, but then you get to the, to the you get into the guitar. How long? How old do you think the guitar is? That's not what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say. How old do you think the guitar is? It's thousands of years old. The lute. I don't know. The and how do, you, how do you improve on the guitar? You put a clock in it. Okay. <laughs> now, what I wanted to say was... Can't you add a seventh string? Was, okay, homogenized milk. Okay. okay. 
they they homogenized milk 30 years ago, 50 years ago, and it sold to the masses, and everybody drank it. It was the fanciest thing. And who do you think were the first people that drank it? Because it was really super expensive, probably, when they when it first came out. It was the rich and the elite, the top 2% of the population, 5%, whatever, right? Oh, look at this fancy milk. It's homogenized. It's easy to drink. It's it's clean. I can pour it without shaking and it. Those, and those peasants, they're drinking the non-homogenized milk that has the clumps. Clumps and then, of cream in and there. And then, like, <laughs> a few of the peasants that worked as slaves in the, in the mansions, they would steal a little bit of this homogenized milk, and they would bring it home. They go, look at this. Look at wow. this and then, milk. A really, a really a homogeneous peasant <laughs> figured out the way to homogenize the milk. And so it became like the, the trademark expired and all of a sudden the peasants had access to this homogenized milk. The price came down. Everybody started drinking it. Now it turns full circle and the rich people that do the... Do the uh, oh, they're drinking the organic shit. They're like, oh, this is bad for you because it's homogenized because of the big fat cells. We're going to go back to drinking the other stuff, and we're going to let the peasants drink the homogenized stuff because they don't. And it's just, look at hamburgers. Look at the and you know fat. What? It's the cheap stuff that the that the that the people, the sheep that really don't know any better and don't care and don't have enough money to, to research it and don't have the time to, to do it and are so focused on their new electronic gadgets that they don't think about their health. But they're the ones that that. That eat the drink the homogenized milk and they don't study the science behind it, but it's the rich people that are like oh, and the elite that are like oh, not necessarily rich people. That was the, wrong, the bad thing to say, but the people that don't the study off it people and well, no, they don't care about well, themselves enough because yeah. now that you know this, you guys might start buying non homogenized milk all the time, and you're not rich and elite, right? I, I look, but I just because you like the flavor, you like the the, the consistency of homogenized milk, you'll keep drinking it. I, I, but see, look, now I, you know, though. I, now you this, know you're educated. Right. The educated people—that's what I said. Not the rich, not the elite. Well, the elite are educated, but not necessarily the rich. But the educated, the people that care enough to do a little research about what they stick in their bodies, okay, and that know that you know what, and what we just talked about. That think about what we just talked about. That hey, you know what, with every scientific improvement of an old thing there comes negative side effects so instead of just rushing out and buying the new thing and jumping on the next newest trend and fad yeah, but we're gonna milk study the next newest thing we're gonna i'm talking in a general sense here about everything okay fashion cars uh food is a big one yeah housing uh, money market, uh, how we manage our money, uh, footwear, whatever, you know, hats. I mean, how we raise our kids, how we teach our kids, um, everything, Foot- beer. Okay, so I got all these different footwear. All these different I do, things. anyways, go ahead. We, if you think about them, the people that are educated and think about it and take a little time to, to realize that, you know what, with every uh, improvement of, of an old invention that 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 takes science into account that that uses science to improve so that it's easierly easily accessible to the masses there are negative there are negative side effects and we should think about those negative side effects instead of just jumping on the bandwagon because i saw a commercial on tv and it was nicely produced and i'm going to run out and buy it and and be be the first on my block to have it and whatever okay you know what i'm saying i I do it's the educated people all right all right i've (laughs) pounded that home even though i didn't do a very good job of here's the thing about it uh, I am 33, you're 39. I mean, was there ever a time in your history that you can remember that My there was... history. <laughs> the history of, history of Eric. The history of Eric. That there wasn't homogenized Annotated. milk? 
Were you a trendsetter buying homogenized milk? What? No, of course not. Homogenized I, milk. It's been around. I've only been for- buying milk for the last. 15 years of my life yeah and not and even i don't know when did i you are you're not a trendsetter you're not you're not like oh how much well, nice no. milk look they've got this fancy stuff it's- i didn't even think about it until tonight exactly that's okay. exactly my but point you you got edu- you educated yourself I, I, by, I, by doing a little research on it and there's every there's everything that we put in our bodies everything that we see and do can can be scrutinized that way Seriously, that's that's what I'm. That's my point. But it sounded to me like if tomorrow Dean Milk Company came out with a uh, vitamin infused uh, uh, osteoporosis, it wouldn't sell. Osteo, well, hang on, uh, osteoporosis uh, uh, retarding milk. Is that something you'd buy? Look at the EV one. Would you? Why? Who killed the electric car? What is that? When it, what, it all, what it all came down to is no, it the you, people. The people would not buy it because they were scared of it. Your and point, they were but, they did not. They were not educated you're not, you're, enough. You're not listening. It's a. It's the same thing. Listening. Yes, I am. It is totally. The, you just said like uh, not to buy the latest bandwagon product. Blah 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 blah. Right. The EV. The electric car. People were scared of it because it, it was better for the environment. It was cheaper to drive. You, How far do you drive to work? 60 miles. You go one way, you plug it in, you recharge it, boom, and you can drive back home. You don't have to You don't have to buy gas. You don't, we don't, we're not dependent on foreign oil. We don't have to fight wars for it. We don't have to process it. We don't have to have all this internal combustion uh, obnoxious fumes because there was all the, all the smog problems in L.A. An electric car. It's fantastic. What that documentary came away with, I mean, I thought they were going to, like, Pound the hell out of the, uh, the the companies that pulled it, and they did kind of. But ultimately, I think the final point that came away from it, it was the consumer that was scared, and and were they 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 did not want to get on board with it. Wow. And it's the same with homogenized milk because you're talking about Dean coming out with a non-homogenized milk tomorrow. No, 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 no. that's not you are you are not listening to me. That's what you just said. Uh, okay, I I didn't say a thing about homogenized milk. Okay, so say Dean comes None, out with a milk. That is still homogenized, but it is also infused with extra vitamin A and has antioxidants and has calcium. properties that are known to uh, retard the effects of osteoporosis. Which is calcium enriched, which they already have. Fantastic. Really? Okay. okay. Have, yeah. All calcium, right. you never seen that? Calcium, Carrie always buys calcium enriched milk. Okay, and then they also, and then it also uh, has. Ginseng in it. I don't know. Fucking, it has some new stuff in it. Like here's milk, but it has some extra stuff yeah, in it. So it's Simpson Rich. Sure. Are you gonna buy that? Well, I'm not gonna jump on the bandwagon of it. No. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Is like that. That is a bandwagon product. You look at this milk. It's like, oh, it's it's milk, and it has all this extra stuff in it. That's a bandwagon product. Uh, homogenized milk, to me, being on my age and your age, is not a bandwagon product because it's the only thing you that's ever been available. Homo- you mean non-homogenized milk? Uh, what? You no. mean non-homogenized milk? Because homogenized milk is every milk you buy. It's right. all homogenized. Have you ever had the choice of not buying homogenized milk? You probably have, but you just didn't know it. To the best of your knowledge and your shopping experience, homogenized milk has been the only thing available. You yes. find, you, there's a gallon of milk. It's a dollar eighty-nine. Well, okay, I'm okay. going to buy it. I, I think it says homo. I don't know if that's it's you funny. or me that's getting confused here, but 
Think about organic food. Think about organic vegetables. I mean, 10 years ago, you probably never even heard the word organic, right? Well, I grew up with some hippie parents. And now so it's like, no, we now that's kind of the bandwagon product. But think about organic food. Now, if, if, if I bet you half the people that walk in my store, I would say, hey, do you know anything about organic vegetables? I bet you they would because Walmart and all these other places are big into the whole organic green stuff now. Okay, it, because it is now, a it's starting to ca- now it's catching yeah. on. Yeah, but... Or, but oh, like you said, me. you grew up in a hippie family, and they yep. knew about it a long time ago because they were sick of all these chemicals they were pumping in their bodies because they knew that they felt a malaise. <laughs> for wow. lack of, they they felt bad. And can I get a definition of that, please? Seriously, uh, it's it's kind of like a like a like a like a. It, it it brings you down a malaise a malaise it's like I don't a know. glaze but it's a malaise no a malaise <laughs> is kind of a I know how you say M A L A I S E right slow burn uh, that that kind of drains your body you 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 have a lack of energy you have a lack of focus sharpness okay. in your mind okay. dullness it, it, it's yeah you're 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 kind of seeing things through a through a, a fog okay you you and and your body is kind of moving through a fog you're you're not sharp you can't run it, it's kind of as you get old, you get you're, you're kind of malaise-ish. Sure, yeah, malaise. Feeling those effects. I'm feeling malaise. All right. <laughs> so you know, hippies kind of felt that, and they they wanted to pinpoint that on something, and it was like they they started. They, they're smart. They're smart because they're not rich necessarily, but they can be elite because they educate themselves because they they believe in the importance of Mother Nature and 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 the Earth and the importance of of the natural uh, functioning of of the of the cycle of life and and they they were questioning what you brought up which is a really good point about this science right improving imp- improving like f- especially food i mean right. let, let's stick with food now okay. improving food and they looked they started reading i mean ask the average person nowadays yeah it's it's this is a bandwagon thing too where people are like oh i look at the in the ingredients list but you know 20 years ago 10 years, even 15 10 years ago People wouldn't do that. They'd be like, "Oh, I don't. It just it tastes good. I'm going to eat it. You know, Wonder Bread, oh, hot dogs. Mmm, it's good stuff. Ketchup. I'll eat hot dogs, Wonder Bread, and ketchup and Kool Aid. And that's American. <laughs> that's American. That's good food right there. You know, I don't need anything. And beer and uh, Miller. <laughs> it's, it's a, a fine <laughs> Miller time. <laughs> Frederick Miller. So these hippies started reading the labels, and and this is how co-ops actually got started because right. they were pissed off at, at at the at the big flower companies cutting it with with chalk or whatever they did, and they were like. You know what? We're going to start growing our own food so we know what's in it. And it's not going to be, you know, no chemicals in it, no pesticides, none of this crap. Because and then they started feeling more healthy and they were they were more energetic and they and they, they grew their hair long and stopped bathing and the malaise went away the malaise flew away they're like hey man you gotta wake up you gotta eat, drink yourself some non homogenized milk man but see now Pfizer came out with malaise away which oh, is well I've been on that stuff for a while <laughs> malaise away from Pfizer my ass bleeds but at least I'm not in the fog <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of the fog my <laughs> Malays away from Pfizer. My ass bleeds, but at least I'm out of the fog. <laughs> That's the marketing slogan. <laughs> Couple of guys walking on the beach. Like, <laughs> Bill. Dress bleed? Yep. I'm yeah. on the malaise away. I, yeah, me too. But you I know can, what? I am seeing things crystal clear dude, these your days. your face has never looked so sharp. <laughs> You're pretty hot, by the way. I, your hair well, is so long and luxurious. <laughs> I didn't know a white guy could grow such great dreadlocks. 
That's <laughs> the thing is you got some organic uh, is is for for stuff I mean, in look, there. I'm not putting down science. Science has done some. Oh no! Things, oh my god, dude! I'm a scientist. I am a scientist. That's you know what I think. That's what I am. Right. I'm a scientist. Well, but you you went to school to be a not not bio, only because of that bioscientist. I mean, okay, science. But you're a not scientist. a PhD, so you're really not a scientist. No, but oh, so you're a theoretical uh, scientist. Okay, you know what? The definition to a me philosophical. I'm gonna scientist. I'm gonna give you my definition of science. Are you ready for this? A scientist approaches the world um, and runs it through the scientific method, which oh, sure. is yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Come up with a hypothesis. Well, hypothesis and then, is you have to have a test and a and, and then a test the hypothesis yeah. to see and and test all different hypotheses until whatever works right works. And I, maybe I should come up with a with a a new kind of scientist because I've never actually you know mm-hmm. I don't have any true beliefs. And scientists prove things. A scientist proves things. Yes. A scientist proves uh, things, they but do. you're not a scientist because you don't prove things. You are the guy that usually just takes these ideas and just casts them wildly out into the airwaves and say, Look at this, everybody. This is the way things are, and you got to think about it. And if you think about it, this is how it is. Yes, so I'm, I'm the precursor to a scientist. But you are the anti-scientist. No, I'm not an anti-scientist. I am, I am the precursor to a scientist. Okay. I, I come up with the ideas, and... Any anything that I do take on uh, to myself and and create as a part of my own personality and persona and how I live my life is 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 rigor, rigorously um, uh, run through the hy- hypothetical method or the uh, what it was hypothesis the scientific method. Yes, yes, and I, I and so. I, I think about it and and I I, I reevaluate it based on um, new things that I learn. And I, and I don't hold uh, true, hard, fast beliefs at any particular time about any particular thing. I'm open to new ideas, and I will re-examine my own perspective on reality at any given time if I hear something that 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 strikes me as as a true note, as a, as a as a as a, a tone. I mean, now I'm now I'm related to, to music, but something that 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 strikes a chord within me that sounds right and plausible, and and something that would fit well, with my life, and that would that would uh, make me healthier, you know, and not make my ass bleed. So you're running it through the filter of you. Yes, and 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 but that's not necessarily scientific. my personality and and the things that I uh, hold to be true. what I believe to be true. Um, yeah, and I think when I look at society, I look at our culture and any other any culture for that matter. I mean, from what I can glean from the media of other cultures, because I, I've never been immersed in another culture. But see, that's another thing that I'm that I'm open to the fact that everything that I do learn from books, whether it be from the school that I've gone to, the school that I that I the school of life that I'm going to, it's all run through somebody else's filter to try to sell me products because everything is marketed nowadays. News. Uh, everything is is marketing, basically. You know, I mean, you you can get true facts, but you have to sift them through, and you have to run them through some sort of a filter, and you have to run them through a hypothesis to say, well, now wait a minute, let's back this up against something else, and something else, and something else. So that's why it's really hard to come up with with true hard beliefs about something, and you and you have to take everything n- new and run it through that filter to to really have any beliefs and. To even hold those truly steadfast is a difficult thing. Um, 
And in terms of the definition of scientist, okay, okay, science itself, when you think about it, what do you think about it? You think about a guy in a lab coat and funny glasses in a laboratory, like with the machines, that are, you know, a little pipette and, and some tubes and, okay, I'm, tubes. I'm now Bunsen burners. doing, yeah, right, okay, me, 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 right. So you have this, you have this cartoonish idea of a scientist, right? Oh, you're going to be a scientist when you grow up. Well, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to discover uh, the genetic code of the, the caterpillar that is actually nestled within the human code, the right. human genetic code, because we used to be related to the caterpillar. You see, we're only three chromosomes away from the Right, right. So uh, I'm going to prove that, and I'm going to prove that we actually still have spinneret glands somewhere, and we can produce silk if we really want to, and cocoon ourselves so that we can metamorphosize into the next phase of our life, and ah. we'll have wings. We'll have we'll go out up to heaven, because we're going to grow wings when we die. That's that's our metamorphosis, and so I'm going to prove I'm going to set out to prove that. That yes. we're all angels. Yes. Beautiful. That's beautiful. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's just wonderful. <laughs> oh, back to the... Go back ahead. to the Bible. Pick, pick one at random there. Uh, okay. See if it has anything uh, to do with science. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from this time forth and forevermore. That's that's a perfect quote right there because those mountains are the the, the hard, fast dogma that we are led to believe. And you know what? That is what keeps a, a society and an economy and a culture running is is people that, that do the same things every day. Yeah. And that go to work, and and they live their movies within their lives. They wake up, they drink their coffee, they take their kids to daycare, they drive to work, and then they work all day at their computers or at their jobs. They pound hammers, they pound nails in, or they they fix people up because they're doctors, or they go to court and they fight the the system and whatever they do, that's what they do, and they that's what they believe in truly, wholeheartedly. They don't question it because that's the way it was done before, and they went to school to learn that, and that's the way it is. And then there's the people that are like, you know what? I don't, I don't really know about that. Let's let's examine those. Let's because even careers are historical things that that we're just kind of taking for granted and and using because careers can be it can be improved just like the hammer, just like homogenized milk. I mean. Career. Look at look at look at lawyers. I mean, all of a sudden there was this explosion. I mean, fifty years ago, were there lawyers? Yeah, I guess there were a lot of lawyers back then. Even but, there's always been lawyers. I mean, even but, if you go back a thousand years, there's lawyers and uh, okay. What about healthcare times. providers? What about what about doctors and stuff? I mean, if you look, if it would be kind of interesting to see the data of 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 um of uh if you look at the data of the university the graduates of the universities for the last hundred years okay uh-huh. even two hundred go over to England Oxford Cambridge whatever the old old universities uh, two three four five hundred years okay what were the majority of the graduates and what were the degrees that they got and, and what were their fields of study? I mean, doctors, two or three hundred years ago, okay, you became a doctor, you were one in 5,000 or whatever, and you helped out, your, you, maybe there was one doctor in a town or whatever. Nowadays, it's like oh, every sure. every third person in high school, they go to the guidance counselor and the guidance counselor, oh, you know what, the careers now, the hot careers are in the healthcare, so you should probably start studying, you should start taking classes that will push you into a career for being a nurse or or a, or a something in the healthcare field or a but, scientist so you can discover, you know, the genetic that. code. That, caterpillars. That is fiscally sound advice. 
in today's economy. Right, fiscally sound. So and, and in yeah. ten years, I mean well, I mean ten years in the past it was like, Oh, you 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 like computers, you should you should be a computer guy, you should go into programming, you should learn how to build computers. And then five years ago it was nursing, you should be a nurse. Nursing is the hot thing, you should go into nursing and now it's pharmaceuticals. You should be a pharmacist. you should go into developing pharmaceuticals. I mean yeah. That's what okay, so counselors you, do. I don't know. If you go back 50 years and you look at, like, at, like okay, in this American society, in this American culture. This American go back, life. If you go back 50 years, okay, right after the war, it was like, oh, boom of people, okay? And, the, the, oh, they all had jobs and there was manufacturing and people were driving a lot of cars. So a lot of cars were being manufactured. A lot of people worked in the car. There were still doctors and there were still a couple of lawyers and there was this and that and politicians and, you know, people that, that made food there were cooks and all these different things and if you look at the 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 surging of of different careers over the last 50 years it it, it's going faster and faster like the bubbles of of career opportunities like like you just said you said it yourself 10 years ago you should go into computers five years ago you go into nursing Nowadays, going to high school, what do they say? Oh, yeah, it's, it's still healthcare. Healthcare is like every third kid is probably being pushed into the health healthcare because there's so many people that are sick from all these negative side effects of these scientific improvements of old food and 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 drug and and everyday life things that 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 we're trying to improve on to make money to sell to pump out there to the people so that so that the corporations can make a lot of money and keep the economy going. To employ a lot of people, but those people are getting sicker from these negative side effects. I don't know, psychologically and physically. Do you know what my junior year high school guidance te- counselor told me I should do? Uh, I don't even know. Bend that. over and, and not say anything to your parents. <laughs> this is going to hurt a little bit, but what you need to do is just not tell anybody. And the malaise will disappear. Oh, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer, Pfizer. <laughs> it's, it's 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 anally uh, <laughs> okay. <that's>, uh, we, <laughs> do, do we really need to go any further? Uh, my junior year high school guidance counselor oh. told me that I should go into the military. I just had to throw that in there. Wow. Uh-huh. How long ago was this? 10, 15, 15, oh my God. 20? 33. So this would have been when I was 6, 17 years old. So however many years ago that was. Wow. 15 would be 18. So 16, 16, 17 years ago. And sure. And seriously, like literally, you should go into the military. I wasn't good at school. And I wasn't good at school because I didn't. I didn't. He care. didn't believe in the way that it was yeah, being like laid some. out to you. Yeah, you you probably learned in a different way, of course. And your mind was very ripe for for computers. You're 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 quick. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. And I think probably uh, that makes sense. Makes sense. At that point, I mean, computers wasn't like a uh, viable thing. Yeah, right. right. It's like not many people went into that. You only went into computers if you worked at the Rand Corporation or IBM or whatever. Or if your dad did, yeah, right. yeah. engineering, yeah. That's just an aside. I, I just hmm. uh, you you mentioned guidance counselors, and that's the first thing that popped in my. Well, head. they told me I should be a cartographer. A cartographer, yeah. Oh. Which is well, you know what a cartographer is, right? He's a mapper guy. That's right. That's right. I was you, supposed to be a map maker. Do that's, you like maps? I do. I do. I like maps oh, a lot. There you go. I like maps a lot. <clears throat> I like uh, the whole idea that, that we've we've created this. Um, 
this this series of lines around the earth longitude and longitude and and you can pinpoint within 10 feet that's that's why i like geocaching so much because i mean you, you take that little device and there's these balls floating around that speak to that device up in space you know 70 100 miles up <clears throat> and you you can go to china for christ's sakes and <clears throat> you punch in those numbers and you can find a little bauble that some kid hid you know under a tree in the middle of a forest over over in china and and pick up this little uh, notepad that he wrote some symbols on and maybe translated into English and you can write some in English and say hey I was here I found your thing this is cool alright and then hide it and then the next person finds it and then you can go to Italy and do the same thing and all from this little, little and that's okay so that's science improving on the sextant or the, the, the you know the navigation of the stars because it's all, yeah. it's, all it's all us defining uh, our position in this huge universe, I mean, the, the the position that we have as 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 sentient beings, this meat uh, flesh body that we carry around, is is nothing but a, a vehicle for our minds, basically. If you think about it, right? And and we're striving for something. We're striving for well, food and shelter and love and procreation. Those are things that are like taken for granted. Uh, well, not taken for granted, but we we that's what we we strive to do as as as, as living beings, but to define ourselves and to, and to, well, maybe it's only me or maybe a few people that think about this, but like to define ourselves and, and put ourselves, uh, in relation to the universe. If you think about the universe of the billions and billions and millions of stars, and it's a bunch of empty space and there's this ball of dirt and we're <sighs> on it somewhere. And like, if, if we can kind of define that, that that makes me feel that's a comfort thing it's kind of comfort it's like home it's home some people feel home is on the bus you know because that's where i don't know that's that's a frank zappa what? that's a that's a frank zappa reference all you frank zappa fans home is on the bus home okay. is where the heart is on the bus where warren has his wrench and his leather hat um that's that's the so bunch of Frank now, Zappa there. I'm sorry, but okay. Home is like you know the cabin or the the you know when you grew up. You there was a few moments where you're eating meatloaf and your family's around and you just everything came together and there was like this harmonic resonance. Now I'm going to relate it back to music, which is another Frank Zappa thing. Is everything is music. Um, there's you just you felt really comfortable, right? Where, wherever you're super comfortable, and if if you feel really comfortable somewhere. That's home, and 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 you go back there, and you seek that to 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 find that comfort again. And I think a lot of people are kind of floating around. They have a malaise, and so a mal- maybe here. Okay, here's the definition of malaise: is 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 being far away from that comfort zone of home. You you feel kind of this that sick pit of your stomach feeling where you're like, ah, I'm not really comfortable here. I don't know what to do. I'm kind of fidgety, I, and a lot of people throw themselves into their careers they're carpenters they go out there and they bang that hammer and that makes them feel real because they're like bang this is who i am i'm banging this nail in there i'm i create this 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 uh this bench or this uh piece of furniture i put the trim on the wall or i i paint i'm a painter i put windows in and it's a it's a viable thing that i can go back in 10 years and say i did that you know and it felt good doing it and i can do it again and that's that's who i am and I, I don't really have any of those skill sets. I mean, I can cook. I can I can do a little bit of biotechnology, whatever I know a little bit about it. I have a lot of knowledge about a bunch of different things. But me being able to define myself by, by being comfortable where I am in this universe, because I think in terms of the universe, not necessarily of America or even the Earth but or the solar system, but in terms of this, this vast 
inconceivable distances of, of nothingness, of, of space, which is empty, of even, you know, molecules, it, we draw this line, this imaginary lines around this earth, and, and we can say, oh, I'm going to pinpoint, pinpoint myself right here. And that that's a little bit, draws a little bit of comfort to me, you know? Wherever you are. <laughs> wherever you go. There you are. <laughs> Something like that. So now... Uh, Sorry for uh, taking up the mic. No, there. man, that's cool. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, your your guidance counselor told you you should be a cartographer yes. now. Is that because you're always talking about maps, or is that because the Iowa standardized testing told you that you should be a map maker? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a woman with a big ruler. She looked like a Volgon, and she said, <laughs> you should be a poet. <laughs> I said, well, I do write a nasty letter once in a while. No, I, it was because I think I took a test. Yeah, I took a test. And I, you know what? I knew it. I knew it as I was taking the test. Um, and, you know, when you take a test, at least a test like that, not like a test like, okay, what is A squared plus B squared is equal right. to C squared. But a test where it's like, like if you open up the Vogue, Vogue magazine. Yeah, right. And it's like, oh, if you have all A's, or... if you have all A's, then you're this kind of, which are kind of fun. You know, I, I, I get off on stuff like that. You know, it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. But as you're taking that test, you, you know, know exactly where you're going because it's like, oh, I, you I, know what you're, I've up- already defined myself as this and it's just reaffirming. You that. know what you want your outcome to be. So you tailor your answers. Kind of like astrology. It's like you read, that. you read your horoscope. And you're like, oh, this fits. It fits. All right, so how do we tie all this together? Um, well, it's scientific improvements on, on old inventions that have negative side effects. I think that is really a good a good key right there. That is a that is a fantastic a discussional topic. That, discussional, that, yeah that that can that can um, be taken further than even this little podcast that we've talked for an hour about, and, yeah, and it's yeah. all kind of related to that. The the the, sci- the negative side effects of scientific improvements on on historical inventions, which is what you uh, originally wanted with, to right. uh, wanted to talk about, yeah, right. And it was the, it was the homogenized milk that that was was the, the, was the point. The it seed, was the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good words, good words. Um, <laughs> fantastic, oh, man. Thank I, you. I love that. And pine cones fit in there somewhere, but I'm not quite sure where. But they're you can smear them with peanut butter and roll them in seeds, and you can hang them from your tree. And this oh, they make a great squirrel feeder. Yes, the birds, the birds will come. Did you hear? Did you hear that the whooping crane was shot? Did you hear this? No. Terrible, terrible mm. news. I mean, I, it, I'm actually really broken up. I'm talking in this silly voice and stuff, but it sucks because... Well, you heard about the whole whooping crane. They're trying to reintroduce him. No, I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. The, well, okay, so the whooping cranes used to, used to like, live all over the all over the Midwest and whatnot, and they were hunted or they died or whatever, and then... You, you must have heard about this. The guy, no, with, I know the, that they the guy were with like, the ultralight, he would drive him, he would fly him down to Florida. Yeah, yeah. And there was like a whole mating dance and all that sort right, of Right, and so there was yeah, like yeah. there was like seven or eight of them that, yep. that would come back up here, and, and there was one, finally one female laid an egg and, and, and had a baby, and 
it, it was just falling shot to oh. death on the on the like Iowa. Well, that kind of sucks. Nebraska board. Yeah, yeah. Way to way to bring the or, podcast down at the very end. Well, I'm sorry. I just, I and just, the good I news thinking, is, yes, um, there's somebody who had a good meal of, of <laughs> it's it's one of the fantastic meals. Whooping crane a la <laughs> Holstein. <laughs> I hear if you put that with some homogenized milk, you can make a really nice stew. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't have to. You don't even have to homogenize their eggs. You just you don't have to pasteurize them. You just eat them raw. I hear whooping crane eggs make a really excellent souffle mm. or a quiche. Okay, so on that note, uh, well, that was really bad. Uh, well, I, I don't know. There. You just brought it down. I'm at the sorry. End. We're out of time. Here. Science, science, dropping science like Galileo dropped the eggs, like the or whatever he dropped from the top of the Pisa Tower. I think the most appropriate way to end this podcast is to say, don't piss, don't piss in your milk. In your milk, it's a holidays malaise. Holidays malaise. With your special sauce, hollandaise. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year.